Hey everybody, Dr. David Hyduck here, and welcome to A Reason for Hope Candid, where I'd like to talk about whatever I want to talk about, but I have to finish up what Mariama wants me to talk about. So the third discipline that we should be practicing during Lent is almsgiving. What is that? Do we even call it that anymore? We, what are alms? All right, so this basically means that we're, we're giving money to the poor. This is what giving alms refers to, that we're, we're giving charity, sometimes people say. So Lent is a time to give to the poor, a time to give of our resources to those in need. Now, this is something we ought to be doing all the time, as are praying and mortifying the senses by fasting, by the way. I mean, after all, Jesus said, whatever you did to the least of these, my brethren, you did unto me. Why specifically during Lent? And so we come back to our story of Jesus and his temptation by the devil in the wilderness. Again, the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. So Jesus is brought up to this high mountain, and shown all the kingdoms of the world. And Satan says, all these I will give you. Now, the first little aside, this does not look good for the world. All of the kingdoms of the world belong to Satan to give. Wow. Just chew on that for a while. But anyway, what is this reference to all the kingdoms and all their glory? It's basically... Wealth. We've already discussed how, because of our fallen nature, we have a disordered desire for sensual pleasure and for power due to pride. Here, we're talking about the disordered desire for possessions, for stuff. We all want to accumulate possessions. This is something that's deep within us because of original sin. And again, in and of themselves, Possessions aren't bad things. However, we become consumeristic. We have more than we need, especially when people go without what they need. If we went to John's first letter again, chapter 2, we would see that there was the lust of the flesh, which we talked about in the first part of the series, the pride of life, and the other one is the lust of the eyes that we see and we want. Hmm? We see and we want. We desire to possess. This is not unlike in the Garden of Eden, before the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because when Eve was standing before the tree, she not only saw that it was good for food, she not only saw that it was suitable to make one wise so you could be like God and decide what is good and what's evil for yourself. But she saw that it was pleasing to the eyes. It was attractive. She wanted to possess it. 
So this is important. We see this in our life, do we not? We have to have the next and the best. I mean, gosh, isn't it true with our phones? That old version is not good enough. You need to have the new one. You need to have the new iOS. You need to be updating. So we have a circumstance in which we always are wanting the next thing, the new thing, and more. It's a lust. And so what is the counterbalance for this disordered desire for possessions? If, if your attachment is to possessions, you got to give your possessions away. If your attachment is to wealth, the only way to become detached from your wealth is to get rid of it. And in particular, to get rid of it to those that don't even have what they need to survive. We have to stop looking at charity as that old coat that's in the closet that I haven't worn for a number of years, and I'm going to give it to the poor so I can make room for the new coat. And yet we so often think about charity as giving away our surplus, what we have extra. Now, this is an important point because for almsgiving to really be meaningful, and I want, I want our listeners to really get this, giving in the Christian sense, how good the gift is, how valuable the gift you've given is, is not determined by the amount you've given. If you've got $10 billion and you give away $100,000, $100,000 sounds like a lot of money, but not if you've got $10 billion. Charity in the Christian economy, the value of it is determined by how much you have left after you've given. This is why Jesus says about the poor widow who gave the two coins into the treasury that she gave more than all the rest combined. Jesus' apostles were like dumbfounded. They had seen the amount of money that had been poured into that treasury. And yet this woman with her two coins gave more than all the rest combined. Why, does Jesus say? They gave from their surplus wealth, but she gave from her need. So, my friends, this Lent, what about your almsgiving? Are you going to give only what's left over? Or are you going to cut into your need so it hurts? Are you going to detach yourself from your stuff? Are you going to maybe give up buying stuff this Lent? Can we learn to be content with what we already have? Perhaps you'll decide to give up all unnecessary spending. Perhaps give up eating out. Perhaps going for that coffee on the go. What's that thing you need to give up? What's that thing you need to have less of? And what can you do with the money that you save from doing it? Who can you bless who doesn't even have what they need? Well, everybody, that's this episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. And that concludes what Mariama wants me to talk about. Until next time, God bless you. Hey everybody, 
we got some exciting news. We have a whole new Array of Hope app and channel, a video destination where everyone can find meaningful and inspiring videos and resources to help bring them closer to God. This is available on your desktop, Roku, Apple TV, iPhones, and Android mobile phones and tablets. This channel has movies, short, faith-filled segments, live events, and programs. You've got to check it out. Sign up by going to watch.arrayofhope.net and then download the app at the App Store by just typing in Array of Hope. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. Next week's podcast episode features Mario Costabile's interview with Father Robert Spitzer. In particular, they will be discussing how faith and science can actually be reconciled. Trust me, this is going to be a super cool episode, especially if you're into science. So you got to check it out. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. Also, make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out our music. You can find all this information in the show notes for this episode. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be with you next week for our interview with Father Robert Spitzer titled, Can Faith and Science Be Friends? Until next time, peace be with you.